90% of the time, the person that's coaching you has not had the experience that you've had. Even if it's Bill Belichick, while he's been to the Super Bowl with you, he ain't been playing. Like, he ain't been out on the field. You know, if, if it's Denzel and he's got an acting coach, the person who's coaching Denzel has not been in the movies like Denzel, has not, you know, got in the Ray review like Denzel. You have to be humble, you know, but the reason why I realized that you become a GOAT is because there's no way to become a GOAT without a community of greatness, without a community of GOATs. Today's show is brought to you by Organifi. Organifi is an organic superfood supplement line that makes quality, trusted nutrition convenient and accessible. Their most popular product, the green juice, solves the problem of juicing greens on the go. We all know that we need to get those fruits and greens and vegetables and all that in our diets, guys, and here's a quick and easy way to get it. You just add water, drink, and let your body soak up the benefits. Visit Organifi.com to learn more about an exciting offer for you, our podcast listeners. That's Organifi, O-R-G-A-N-I-F-I.com. What should I cook? What do you feel like eating? Do we have to eat rice again? If you've ever heard or asked one of these questions, then we have the perfect solution for you. HelloFresh is a meal kit delivery service that shops, plans, and delivers step-by-step recipes and pre-measured ingredients, so you can just cook, eat, and enjoy. Take advantage of HelloFresh's special offer for 2019. Get $80 off your first month by going to HelloFresh.com forward slash success80 and use the promo code SUCCESS80, and that's SUCCESS in the number 8080. I wake up every single day, I am who I say I am, and I get what I get because I live in B-Smoke. Stop being gazelle, you're not average. You're not even good, you were born to be great. What's going on, world? Welcome to another edition of the Secret to Success podcast. I'm your host, CJ, joined as always by the Bayesian sensation, Mr. Carl Wesley Phillips. What it do? What up, y'all? What's happening? And Dr. Douglas, where in the world is he, Thomas? What is going on, my brother? I don't even want to talk right now. I don't even want to say my name. I just want to start (laughs) off with the best, the worst ever referee in the world out of the Saints. I just wow. don't, I don't even want to yes. say my name, bro. I don't even want to say terrible. my name. I just want to say that's the worst officiating I have ever seen in my life. The Saints got robbed. You know, I'm biased. I work with the Saints. I was on my feet like, yep, I'm about to get, I'm going to the Super Bowl, of course, because I work with, with, with a youth program every year, you know, go to the Super Bowl. Um, it's a part of the NFL experience. So I'm geeked to be there. I'm thinking I'm about to be on the field with the Saints. The Saints just won it all. And, bruh, when I saw the hit, I'm like, the Saints going to the Super Bowl. We we going to the Super Bowl, baby. I went downstairs to grab my paraphernalia call, uh, Sean Payton, and be like, congrats, bruh. You know, you did it. Y'all had a plan. Y'all put a plan together. Y'all executed. (laughs) Yeah, I was was running upstairs to get on the phone like, yo, this is it, bruh. And then no call. I was like, bruh, Stevie Wonder could have saw that right there. Hmm. Hmm. Well, let me say this. I don't want to be uh, I don't want to be a downer on an already down situation, but I think the Saints kind of played themselves, dog. I think the Saints kind of played themselves, and I see a life lesson in it. Watch what happened when they got didn't get the call. There mm. was still time left to go on in the, the game. Well, they went yeah. all the way to overtime. I noticed that the players were still crying about the call 
in wow. overtime and during wow. overtime. Ask wow. Jamal. Jamal was here wow. watching the game with me. And as soon as I saw them arguing longer than a couple plays, I yeah. said, bro, what are you arguing about? Like, the game is still going on. I said, they done. They got an overtime. I said, they done. They, they mm. took their whole, that was it right there. Mm. That, they, they, they focusing on, on that play, and they can't get over it. Meanwhile, the Rams was like, oh, okay, let's go. And you see, e, and for real, it's a That's microcosm deep. of life. Like, yo, you, you got mm. one thing that go wrong. E, you say it all the time. You ain't had no Momentum. bad day. You had yeah. a bad moment. You let a bad moment turn into a bad, another mm. bad moment, and another bad moment, which eventually turned into a bad day. So instead of making that a bad moment and a blown call, and mm. everybody like, yup, you know what? Reset the game. It's overtime. We're going to win anyway. Everybody was in their feelings about the call, man, and you saw what happened. So I, uh, I saw what you saw. They definitely got robbed. So Saints fans, I don't need the hate mail. Y'all got robbed for sure, but yeah. life ain't fair. And so what's going to happen is either you're going to pick yourself up, dust yourself off, and go back mm. to work, or you're going to sit there and you're going to you know, wallow in your sorrow. So uh, I didn't. I did not like how the Saints handled it once it happened, and so I, I you know, I, didn't I, I want to jump through the phone. Though. I want to th jump through the phone and strangle C with that answer. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I personally want to jump through the phone hey, and strangle him. Why did I think I made a pretty eloquent point? No, 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 you did. I, 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 I was right there with you. It didn't take away the pain, I was the right there with you, see. I was looking for the pain to be taken away, and I didn't, the pain didn't get taken away with that hookup. But you uh, know what's funny? You, you, I thought you, for sure, you would appreciate the life oh, twist I do appreciate You know what? I'm. It, you know you're telling the truth, bro, but sometimes the truth, it don't necessarily <laughs> make stuff feel better. I was on the bus. I was on the bus in Atlanta. I, I'm already oh, working you for the was Super Bowl, on so the bus. I'm already, you, you know what I'm saying? I already got my tickets. Out. <laughs> yeah, I already got my tickets. I was going to invite some of the guys to come, you know, and, um, you know, and, and celebrate, you know, the kids with me since they was going to be in a great mood. I was even going to ask Sean Payton if we could do something, you know, for the kids while they were down there. You know, I had it all planned, bro. So you are telling the truth. Here's the deal. I was funny that you would say that exact same statement because Jalen and I, you know, the fam, we had morning worship. And uh, he called and he said, um, Dad, let's get... You know, morning worship and my boy Scotty, Scotty, who's the um, Scotty is the uh, one of the um, uh, chaplains for Alabama football. Him and Jay just fell in love, bro, this year. And so he shared with Jay a devotional. And I got he gave me and my wife one. Matter of fact, I let Carl's dad check it out. I wanted him to uh, take a look at it. And the devotional day was talking about Joseph in prison. And it's, the, it's crazy because Jalen said the exact same thing CJ said. You know, at the end of it, we all give our, um, you know, our takeaways, you know, and I, you know, I was waxing deep about something, Didi, you know, whatever. And Jalen said, wow, dad, the thing that I thought about is how Joseph was in jail, but he don't have a bad, funky attitude. He's mm. still using his gifts in jail. So it was the part, Carl, where the chief baker, you know, um, and the cup holder, how they had gotten out of jail and got their jobs back, and one of them forgot, you know, I think the cup holder forgot to tell my man, you know, that Joseph was in prison. He was like, I'm gonna look out for him, I'm gonna do you a favor. And they both left, Carl, and neither one of them at that time, you know, had shown any um, favor to Joseph after he had shown them the, you know, he told them boys, like he gave the boys the solution to the problem and end up, you know, blessing them as a result. And Jalen was like, yo, dad, I find it funny that he's in jail, he still got a positive attitude while he in jail. And he could have been mad at God. He could have been cursing God. You know what I'm saying? He could have been done all of that. But still, he was using his gift, 
his, his leadership in prison. And we all know at the end of the day, contrary to what C said about the saints, as a result of Joseph not focusing on, you know, the, the L he took for no reason. I think he got a real bad call. Carl, he got no, a real no, bad no. call. He got a real Worst bad call. call in the history you know of mankind. Yeah, <laughs> he got a real bad call. And, uh, but to C's point, he didn't, um, you know, he didn't wallow in it. But and did you result, see that, though, or was I the only one who saw that? So, I didn't no, no, see no, it, I'll see. tell you what stuck out for me, see. No, no, the court. <laughs> he said I didn't see it. I didn't he see it. Was I didn't. He, he was wallowing. He was wallowing. You can't see it. If you yeah, already in the hole, you can't see it. <laughs> yeah. Hey, the, 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 the It just looked normal to you. <laughs> I think, see, to your point, the coach is the person that carried it on the longest, yeah, which talks about not the leadership. I didn't want, see, now I didn't want to start pointing out e-homies. We got to be Back in the day, we could do this podcast and we used to be like grassroots <laughs> grimy. Now we got friendships to protect, families uh, to protect. Now everybody listening, we got to be a little bit more bougie. But I was about to be like, Sean Payton, get your I head out your real. ace and coach yeah. the rest of the game. Yeah, he was the one that carried it on for, I mean, and again, initially, absolutely, dude, outrageous. Like, I'm going to fuss until whatever. Oh, yeah. But you're oh, right. Yeah. After that moment, dude, you got to figure out how to, co- how to get the team back. That's your right, job now. Right. You know what I'm saying? Because the and team that's what I'm is saying. gone. You still had home field advantage, Drew Brees, and yeah. you, come on, you, like everything. You still had everything in front of you. But I'm telling you, man, you uh, you mm. know, life knocked some people down, bro. And that was a major knockdown. I'm not even gonna yeah. hold you up. Major, it was not bro. fair. But again, major. I say this all the time. Life is not fair. Like yo, Equal life is not fair. Like yo, I'm like. Yeah. Bro, I promise you, I look at, I'm like, yo, life is not fair. Like, sometimes you see the rich get richer, you see, like, bad things happen to good people, and you like, man, it's, dog, it's not fair. But at the end of the day, it's like, it's how you respond to it. And I think if yeah. more people understood that, like, dog, bad things gonna happen, good things gonna happen. It's just the way it goes. You know what I'm saying? And so, Bruh. it's how you respond to the punch. And I think... They did a terrible job responding to the punch. And a lot of people in their lives right now, they do a terrible job responding to the punch. E, you are, I'm surprised you wasn't dogging them because you're the king of responding to the punch. You've done it all I was all in the hole, over. see? I yeah, was in the hole, t- see? Yeah, no, I'm just saying. I've seen you do it. <laughs> yeah, I was in the <laughs> hole, see? And you know how I got yeah, in the hole? Yeah, you done got bougie. That money done made you, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? See, you don't I have to take a punch no more. You say you're not having everything your way. I got in the hole. See, let me tell you. And let me tell you what set me up for the hole. The Drew Brees giving out to the football to everybody. I was mm. like, this is the year he gonna win it all. They, they, they reeled got, you in with the heart by the heart they, they, they reeled me in. Drew Brees and Gay. The one dude, one dude got one catch his whole NFL career for a touchdown. Drew Brees sent my man a football, like, bro, I just wanna say thank you. You know what I'm saying? I thought he mm. had just sent a general football to everybody. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like a one size fits all football. He had a specific message for you know how long that take? what you have to do to make that happen. And so I'm thinking, okay, Drew is a great guy. He's done all this great for the world. Right. You know, he might have should have waited until after the, the Super Bowl to do that. You know what I'm saying? Oh, man. A little bit more time in film. You know what I'm saying? You uh, signing football for 5,000 people. You should have probably been looking at your playbook. Yeah, I'm hurt, bro. <laughs> I just knew, according to, you know, how everything worked, that he was going automatically then, you know what I'm saying? Meanwhile, uh, Sue is jumping through <laughs> jumping through uh, 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 offensive linemen and crushing oh, the head. Oh, freaking hell. Mm, I'm yep. talking about after the play is over, my man Sue from the line, our homie Two from the line, killing Two former in the Super Bowl, each side yeah. of the ball. Yeah. Each side, right, crazy. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah. No. I, I, so listen, Saints fans, feel free to send all your hate mail. Um, I know y'all gonna be very upset with me, and I don't blame you. Hey, but hold on. Let me say this first and foremost, as a Lions fan, let me tell you how many times we done been cheated. Go look at the <laughs> Dallas last time we were been in the playoffs on, against the cheated. Dallas Cowboys. <laughs> They called a pass interference on a blatant pass interference against us, and they huddled up and was like, ah, it's the Lions. Pick that flag up. No flag on the play. What? <laughs> no flag Bruh. on the so play. So don't even get me started. So do I feel bad for you? Nope. All right. On to the next. Hey, I need you. Uh, oh, so yeah, I just got back from, um, I really don't have a whole lot prepared for the day. I'm a little unprepared. Not that we ever have like, you know. Yeah, the most preparedness. Podcast. You know what I'm saying? Like, not that this is the most structured environment, you know, in the world. We got chameleons and flamingos and gorillas on the phone, right. so no schedule. Uh, but I'm even less prepared because I just came home from the surgeon's office. I got good news. I got bad news. Which mm. I want? Yeah, I want the good I want news the bad, bad news. To see let's if I can get out the hole. Okay. Right, let's start with your bad. Okay. Let's start with the, the hole. bad news is. Well, it's two bad news. One good news. Mm. The bad news is my shoulder we... is worse than they thought. Okay, so um, you know, before, you know I got, is huh? there a way to sandwich it? Okay, you want to go bad, good, bad? Yeah, please. Okay, yeah. So bad news is shoulder is terrible. Uh, the doctor basically said you like a, a a a car riding on the street and your tires are all just rolling on the metal part of. You know, there's no rubber left. I said, all right, cool. No tread left on the top. In, in Michigan in the winter. Ah, in Michigan in the winter. <laughs> in the, right. In, in 17 below. Uh, and so he said, that's why you can't raise your arm over your head. You know, he showed uh, me like some of the some of the trauma from my past surgeries. And he was like, yo, it's bad. So I was like, all right, well, that's not good. And he was like, you know, we already knew that though. The good news is he said, I can fix it. We got mm. this new, you know, new stem cell thing we doing. You know, basically, which shout out to 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 the Jamaica body. I'm gonna have to get this done before Jamaica. They take some fat from around your stomach. Oh yeah, you know what I'm saying? Oh yeah. You know I'm about to come up. I'm about to I'm about to blow right past you. See if he can do my brain. See if he can do my brain. Bro, I'm about to blow right past you, clown, and get a, a manufactured six pack. So they take some fat from around your stomach. I looked at I said, Doc, where you gonna get fat from, bro? This ain't nothing but, you know what I'm saying? Chiseled muscle. body fat right here. You might have to, you know what I'm saying? You feel me? Uh, so, uh, so they take fat from around your stomach and then they mix it all up or something and do something else. I, look, this is, and this is the technical, this is exactly the uh, terminology he used. We're gonna do something else. Um, and then they're going, and then they're going to inject it into my shoulder. Stem cells. He's the only like a couple of doctors in our whole Atlanta even do this surgery. So I'm geeked. I'm like, bet, let's go. He's like, we got to clean it out. Plus, I got to, um, what I said, I tore my rotator cuff. It's torn too. And I think that's oh, just look. from overcompensation Jeez. or something. Yeah. So I got a torn rotator cuff. Well, what's boot. the sandwich then? If you got all that bad news, it's good news. <laughs> no, what's the good the news is, is I just gave you the good. The good news yeah, is he said he could fix it. With yeah, the what's stem the sandwich cell. though? What's the next thing? Well, here bad comes news. the bad news. The bad news is I'm about to start a GoFundMe because uh, <laughs> insurance, insurance, unfortunately, insurance does not cover I this particular you know procedure. How I feel about that. You know how I feel so you about gotta, the you got to do it straight out of pocket. So my man was looking man. at me like, what's up, big homie? What you want to do? What you want to do? Wow. Well, so I said, listen, I got a podcast. We got about 100,000 downloads a month. 
I need everybody to throw in 22 cent. You know what I'm saying? That's it. We're good. If everybody throw in 22 cent, I can guarantee I'll that I'll be back. Half. I'll pay for half if you don't go get do a GoFundMe and ruin our, <laughs> ruin our entire reputation. Hey, man, I thought, hey, I thought, so you still out on the Go? I thought you liked the GoFundMe, dog. Uh-uh, no, I don't like that. No. I mean, you know, if the baby's doing it, but grown people doing it because they ain't take care of their business, I'm not interested. And you don't like when Tyrone got to do the GoFundMe to get his car uh, out the shop? I don't, bro. <laughs> you know what I don't, I just, uh, I'm just like, what does that have to do with me? You didn't, you didn't go to, you didn't wake up and go to work Handle your business, do what you're supposed to do. Why, uh-huh. why do I have to pay for that? You know hey, what I'm saying? Why, meanwhile, you're still well, he did, in his defense, Madden. he did have to go on GoFundMe and create a little title. You know no, what I'm saying? Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. My man put in that work. Um, hey, what you, e, what you think your tax dollars doing? Uh, mm, welcome yes, to capitalism, my friend. You're doing it anyway. Uh, whole it's world of GoFundMe. You're doing it anyway. Yeah. <laughs> Good point, Carl. Yeah, you're doing uh, it anyway. Yeah, that's well, it's a bad uh, so time. Anyway. If anybody need to be doing GoFundMe, it's the 800,000 workers that's off right now. Oh, yeah, no, they need to go. Yeah, so, yeah. yeah they hey, need see, to go. I, I still ain't flown yet, though, so I, I ain't seen uh, oh, I, 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 I hadn't seen much of a difference. I left Detroit, went to um, LaGuardia. I haven't seen uh, much of a difference than I was in So Phoenix. what are they telling them? They gonna get they, like, are they under the impression that they're going to get their check all the back pay as soon as they lift it? I think that's oh. how you do it. And what is it that's, called? Yeah. Uh, furlough. Yeah. And I, what's the term, guy? Furlough? Yeah. You get furlough, that too, yeah. which, yeah, get the time off. So, yeah. But I'm saying, yeah, how do you do furlough when everybody on furlough? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. How does that hey, work? First of all, ain't nobody on this podcast ever had a real job. Y'all don't know nothing about <laughs> furlough. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Benefits. You know what I'm saying? Y'all ain't never had no regular job. Don't tell me about hey. no furlough. talking about furlough. Furlough is when you get time off, uh, uh, like either paid time off or something. Furlough ain't when you just get a whole bunch of money at one time. I don't know what they're gonna do, but if they, are they just trusting the fact that the government got their whole check? What else like, can you do? So you miss four checks, they gonna come with your whole hookup at yeah. one time. Yeah, what's your I, I don't know if it's the government. I don't know if it's gonna be at one time if it's the government. I'm not sure, <laughs> but I I they do know Wick and Wick right wow. now is in trouble. That's a part of eight hundred thousand. So I mm. do know that. Yeah, and then the FDA, like in terms of our food being. Um, you know, inspected properly. It's a lot going on right now, bro. Oh, well, the it's food might actually wow. get better because I don't right. know what the FDA, right. you know what I'm saying? They didn't seem <laughs> to be doing, doing a before. great job before. <laughs> Although I did uh, I did go vegan uh, oh, for a day. Uh, I was going to yeah. say, for how long? <laughs> well, actually, for now, it, this was the scenario. I was on the plane. This was right before, I can't remember where, I don't know where we were coming, but this is right before the New Year's. And I, so you, you that remember how we used to talk about like when is it okay to lie? Oh, so yeah. it was a right. dude sitting next to me, uh, 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 just a huge mammoth of a man, big old beard, all fatigue, and nice guy though, you know. And he uh, he went hunting, I guess in Michigan or whatever, and he got his <laughs> he killed some deer. And so my man reaches, you know, people some people take like crackers and cookies on the plane stuff like that. My man pulls out. Deer. A thing a, 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 <laughs> deer a, meat. Uh, deer meat in first <laughs> class. <laughs> Bruh. I'm like, yo, no, I was a coach. I was in coach. You know, they ain't doing this in first class. This was a straight coach. I'm talking about uh, row, row 36. Carl, my man, my man, you know, we had been talking. Oh, yeah, he said he was hunting. You know, Michigan big on hunting. I said, oh, okay, you know, I don't, I don't hunt, but I don't judge nobody. And so he pulled out this 
hunk of deer meat. <laughs> and I looked dead at my man. He was like, yo, try a piece. It's good. Like, you know, it's all seasoned wow. up. But first of all, the way he was manhandling it with his bare hands, and it wasn't like in a, he had took it out of container. So it was just like, it just looked like flesh in my man's hands. And I was like, no, 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 I'm not even hungry right now. And he was like, no, 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 you got to because I looked straight in my man's face with the most serious dead stare ever and told him I was a vegan. <laughs> oh, dog. I was like, bro, I've been a vegan. <laughs> I said, I'm a vegan for the last eight years, bro. I couldn't dare. I can't do it. Although that does look it. enticing. You know what I'm saying? Although your, your nasty uh. fingers all over it, and I'm just going <laughs> to stick it right in my mouth. He never ceases to amaze me. He never ceases to amaze me. No, I'm uh, sorry. Each podcast. Yeah, yeah I know, something right? different. <laughs> yeah, so, I, so I was vegan for a day. Unbelievable. And, no uh, yeah, it was, you know what I'm saying? I, I, we got off the plane. I was hungry. I had to, like, hit a little salad just in case my man was, <laughs> was watching. You know what I'm saying? He would have been hurt if he seen me oh. hit that Philly cheesesteak. Um, so, so I mean, is that fair foul for me to lie oh, in fair. that situation? That's fair, bro. That's oh, fair. It's all okay. fair. Definitely fair. All yeah. fair. Just I still fair. feel so, ethically is wrong, but I, it's fair though. Yeah, so I went <laughs> vegan. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I, I'm officially a vegan. So I, I'm about as vegan as he is. He just that's how he do. He, oh, no he selects the vegan. You know what yeah. <laughs> well, I, I told uh, you, see, you know the you know the reality. The reality, well, I never wanted to do it in the first place. <laughs> I never wanted to do it in the first place, bro. Hey, that's so, how I feel about my Jamaica body. <laughs> Every time uh, I look in the mirror, I just say the reality is I, I never, never wanted, wanted to do it in the first place, place bro. <laughs> yeah, but here's, I ain't never wanted to be in so shape funny. anyway. Uh, here, here's the funny part about it. I go heavy and hard, and they kind of chilling and then cheat. And then once they cheat, I'm like, oh, okay, we cheat, I cheat. And they go back full. I'm like, you got to make up your mind what we doing here. Because I can't do it. I can't do it. Oh, but so have y'all, y'all ain't been doing, so what y'all been on, vegetarian? Oh, we back straight vegan. We back. We back. Oh, you back yeah, but vegan. The no, the holidays, you know what I'm saying? The holidays, it was, you know, the turkey, the dressing, you know what I'm saying? And you know how it is. That's for yeah, Thanksgiving, then Christmas. It'll happen, mm -hmm. and then so the new year, you know, she. Well, went right this back. seems like a perfect time to get uh, Jamaica body update. So um, let's hear it. Oh yeah, yeah, yep, 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 yep. Oh, you me, told me. Oh, tell you. you said. Oh, I thought you was doing. Um, that you was. You called me. Said you was doing um, the reduced carbs, right? Yep, yep, yep. This week I really went heavy, went hard, lost six pounds, and um, been. Oh, did you? Uh, doing you my, talking about my last walking. week or this week? Because what's today? Tuesday. Well, whenever you called me, whenever we did the last one, I started. You called me after last. last you one. called me last week and said, "Yep, all right." No, you cool, did the I'm podcast good. though. I did it right after the podcast. Oh, okay. So that was yeah. Tuesday or Wednesday, I think. Yeah. So right after the podcast, I started and uh, yep, lost six pounds, went heavy and hard. Uh, I must tell the truth though. On after church, you know, I got a tradition in church. It. You so, know what I'm saying? So I had salmon. I once was I lost. I had salmon after church. But now I'm fine. Yeah. No, no, no. I, I, I did have salmon. Well, that's not, no, that's nothing oh, wrong yeah, with no, that. Oh, yeah, no, no. Salmon, you yeah, good. Yeah, no, that's no, you good. I'm good. That. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that was good with that. I cheated and had that on the weekend, but I did cheat. I had salmon and um, potatoes. I had some potatoes, so that mm, is cheating. Yeah, no, yeah, some potatoes. you can't do them potatoes, yeah. baby. Yeah, you gotta yeah. stay so, yeah, away. You know what I'm saying? I told yeah. myself, Carl, I'm not gonna do the, I'm not gonna do it where I burn myself out oh, the weekend yeah. after church. 
I'll, I'll, you know, I'll eat, I'll eat something decent after church. You know what I'm saying? Cause you know, normally church supposed to be after church, bro. You supposed to have a celebration. I don't know why. I don't know who came up with that. You know, but it is, it is part of the tradition, the culture. So, um, yeah, but I did good. See, I haven't, and what I added to it is not eating after six. You know what I'm saying? Mm. So I asked, you know, my wife, like, what's going on? Oh, that's like, so yeah. hard when you can't go uh, to sleep, though. Sometimes you up at like 11.30, your stomach burning. You feel like you might pass away in your Well, you sleep. know, it's the winter. <laughs> so we go in the bed early. You know, you're going, you, uh, we, Michigan, we're in the bed by, you know, maybe not uh, sleep, easy. but you're in the bed by 8.39, yeah, easy. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And, and here's what I've done, see? And again, this may not be, I might be cheating again, but the way I, um, what, my, what my sweets have been, or what my like cheat meal is, I've been doing applesauce. Applesauce. What kind dessert of dessert boy? Uh yeah, I've been doing that for dessert. So at Horrocks, they got applesauce. The, um, unless you got like some other stuff. Yeah, applesauce seemed like a cur, I could be wrong. Gotta have a high sugar content. Yeah, what, well, I, yeah, it I'm tastes good. I, that's the problem I got with applesauce. It tastes good. That's how I know you shouldn't be. Yeah, but but mine's don't taste that good. Mine's is not the <laughs> Mott's, Carl. My, mine is what? the Horrocks. Mine's is the Horrocks, like. Oh yeah, you no, know you might be alright. I got, yeah, you. I got so the whole rocks like, boy. They ain't add no sugar or nothing to it. No, they say no preservatives. No, you Bro, look like whole say rocks, apple dog. water. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah, I got big yeah. money. I'm yeah, about to Google rocks. e net worth real quick. <laughs> yeah, <the whole> rocks. <laughs> I'm about to Google uh, your net worth. What's your net worth on Google, e? I had a slightest idea. I <laughs> Hold on, let me, let me find out. Uh, I don't even know if it's what accurate. Is <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Thomas. Oh, wow! It comes right up. Oh, wow. Oh, yeah. Google say you worth $2 million, dog. Oh, oh okay. let me get something, E. <laughs> yeah. Google say Google. you worth $2 million, bro. That's Google. You don't know if Google right. Hey, but why? You uh, know Google's how you type up? right. I know. It say, it say he is known as the hip-hop preacher among his fans. Yeah, whatever. It's a computer. He is quite diligent Google, about posting videos. Right. <laughs> oh, we got a podcast shout out, Carl. Oh, no doubt. Let's get it. They say he is known as the hip-hop preacher among his fans. He is quite diligent about posting videos, and he has also started a regular podcast. It is estimated that his net worth is $2 million, from mm. which a lot of money comes from his YouTube channel. Mm. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's how so you're you making know your that money. Ain't right. yeah. <laughs> That's how you're making your money. Uh. <laughs> oh, wow. But you know how you go on um, like Google and you start to type something? So if I and type in what is, and then I type in Eric, it instantly goes to Eric Thomas' net worth. Wow, that's pretty good. Hey. Eric Thomas, say, okay, what did Eric Thomas study? Eric Thomas, what's your why quote? Uh, Eric Thomas' wife. Uh-oh, okay, uh -oh. D, we got, we uh -oh. got some folks. Is it huh? Didi? Because I, I had some other woman before. Mm. Eric Thomas, <laughs> Eric Thomas' quotes, Eric Thomas' net worth, Eric Thomas' wife, Eric Thomas' Uh, kill the noise. Oh Lord, yeah. Let me mm. not. Let me let me not go too deep into this because I don't know. Huh? Yeah. What is? Oh, what does Eric Thomas do for a living? Did Eric <laughs> Thomas play in the NFL? <laughs> who was the it best? Wild oh, to get past that one. Oh wow. So I, look at this. E, I just went on Google and just typed in who's the best motivational speaker in the world, and you came up number one. Mm. It, it's it, Google. Don't lie, y'all. <laughs> you feel me? Uh, price just went up. That that yep. worth gonna be two point one million by tomorrow. <laughs> um, 
Yeah, let, hey, let me borrow some money for this surgery, dog. I know that's what I'm saying. <laughs> hey, I'm you, I will. I do, as long as you don't go GoFundMe, I got your back. <laughs> Remind me to give out my GoFundMe uh, name at the end of this. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> um, uh, what was I going to say? Oh, uh, so yeah, anyway. Oh, what did y'all do for MLK? Any, anything for MLK Day special? Y'all want to catch us up? I really don't. I know we're supposed to do like something serious, but I just prefer to just talk. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? I, don't know. <laughs> I have more fun catching up. Like I told Carl, like don't even, me and Carl are not even allowed to talk during the week. So I just want to crazy. Everything about your life. Um, uh, what was I gonna say? Oh, MLK Day. Did y'all do something at the church or not? No. Nah, no, never at yeah. the church. No, no, no. You know, I normally go on campus and do something. But I would be honest. See, they always want me to speak. You know, so for me, it's like yo, I do that all day, every day. I want to mm-hmm. do something that's the dream. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's my dream. You know what I'm saying? Make my dream become a reality. And uh, yeah, yesterday, man, man, I spent uh, quite a bit of time, you know, just counseling folks on the phone, man. Just, you know, my wife was getting her hair done uh, by Talisa. So for the most part, I I, I got a break. And, um, you know, I was on the phone, man, a couple of people going through some stuff with their kids and just different stuff, man. So I had a chance to uh, really minister to some people, but it was also one degrees. So I'm like, I'm not going outside. A king wouldn't want me to go. I don't know if king ever did a march with one, one degrees outside. You know what I'm saying? Mm. When I woke up in the morning, I looked at it. Not, not You know how it showed like the temperature, but it feels? It said the temperature was minus 11 yeah. when I got yeah, up in the I'm morning. I'm like, I'm good. My dad I'm sent me a screenshot that. that said minus 17. Yeah, I'm good. Yeah, that, yeah, that, was good. That, that, yeah that's why we didn't do nothing. Yeah. See, we stayed at home. We ain't going nowhere. Uh, so <laughs> E, why are you in Michigan? Yeah, he probably just. I mean, he was at the church. Yeah. He'd been gone for about six months, so probably the church. You, you, uh, oh, you came back for church? Oh, always. What was he saying? You know, I tried to do. I said, told him before. I do the first. Try to do the first week and the last week if I can. I try to do at least two weeks. You know what I'm saying? Like we try not to be gone. You know, where when we come back, we don't got no church. So yeah, no, true. And so, are we allowed to talk about this weekend or no? I should have probably asked uh. first. Uh, no, yeah, we probably need to postpone it. We okay. can't yeah, eventually. Yeah, I, I, that's yeah. fine. I didn't know. That's why I asked. Move, I, I, I'm going to say right this, along. though. <laughs> I, I'm going to say this, though. See, somebody didn't. You know what I'm saying? Somebody didn't wait. You know what I'm saying? But I'll wait. Because, you know, I always get in trouble with my man. So I'm. I'll oh, wait. who didn't wait? Did he? No, no, she waited. Yeah, his, yeah, the, uh, the, the, the other individual didn't wait. Yeah, that's who didn't wait. <laughs> yeah. Oh, uh, man. Oh, uh, social media or what? Yes, 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 yes. So, well, hey, with yeah. the amount of information y'all just gave, I pretty much pieced it together if I didn't know right now. Okay, well, piece no, it together. No, but no, I'm saying they, no, I'm not going to be responsible. I'm not going to no, be responsible. No, 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 no. They definitely that. didn't piece nothing together yeah. by that. That ain't even, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That could be anything, Carl. All right, um, moving right along. Um, well, let me see. Oh, uh, yeah, so we... I guess he, we got to talk about it because I know it's very near and dear to your heart, uh, at least one of these individuals. You know, we look up and here we are in 2019 and uh, Serena is on her way oh, to back at it. the <laughs> chip. She just beat the number one girl in the world, number one lady player in the world yesterday. And uh, Tom Brady is going to the Super Bowl. Again. Unbelievable. Y'all know this is <clears throat> unbelievable. nine. Again, nine. I think nine, nine and 19. Nine and 19. Bruh, This nine. never happened before. Nine, nine mm. and 19 seasons. Never happened before. 
That is, I mean, that is dominance. And we've seen it now with Clemson and Alabama. We've seen it with the Patriots. We've seen it with Serena. And I guess Tiger Warriors. for the time. Yeah, um, the Warriors. We got it. Yeah, the Warriors. Well, Not the Warriors still a yet. early for the Warriors. It's yeah, a little okay. early for the Warriors. Okay. Yeah, okay. a little bit more time, although they do look like they coming back around. Oh, but E, sure. why, don't, why don't you, so GOAT goals, right? That's what you, you, you texted me earlier. And you just said GOAT goals. Hmm. Yeah. And I was like, wow. And so I guess, I mean, I don't, I don't really have a specific question other than how do these individuals continue to stay on top for as long as they have when clearly they cannot be at the peak Physically, like it's just impossible mm. to physically still be at the same peak, right? Like Serena can't be physically at the same peak. Yeah, I saw her. See, uh-huh. I saw her. Like I'm not so, trying to be yeah. funny. Maybe, t- I'm not okay, trying to be funny. I, I don't know. Yeah, I'm not trying to be funny. See, but you know, I got much respect for Venus and Serena. You know, especially you know, uh, Mr. Williams. You know, mm-hmm. uh, you know, he he, he um, yeah, Mr. Williams, bro, is is you know, did an incredible and amazing job. And I want to start there. You know, with everybody, Helen Keller, everybody has sight, but not everybody has vision. And I think, I think we have to understand that when you do something that at that level over that length of time, it's um, it's definitely, definitely, definitely a vision. Like, like it's not by ha- like you see yourself, you know, be- long before you do it. And I'm telling y'all. I told you with my mom, when, when it didn't work out, the way my mom thought it was gonna work out, I'm telling you, I saw my mom and I had to just be like, okay, mom, you're usually the parent. I'm, I've been the son, but we're gonna have to reverse engineer this real quick. We're gonna have to reverse roles because what, what happened to you emotionally and mentally when you had a bad week was like almost like the whole goal was gone, see? Like, like in the beginning when she was talking to me, I'm going to sell this book and we're going to do this and I'm going to tour and I'm going to do that. And then, you know, we're going to speak and we're going to whatever. And it was kind of like for that split second or those moments that we were talking, it was almost like this vision she had, it erased. Like you could hear it in her voice. It was almost like it's over. And I was like, yo, ma, like, don't get, don't get obsessed with the obvious just because things don't look the way you think they should look. Let's not abandon the dream. You feel me? And so when you look don't at Don't get obsessed with the obvious. I just want I, yeah. I just want to I never heard that before. I just want to take that in. Don't get a, Can you just elaborate yeah, on yeah. that really quick? Yeah, yeah. Don't be obsessed with the obvious, you know? It, it's like um, you know, somebody <laughs> you and I don't know if this ever happened to y'all, but you ever had like either your mom or your grandma or like your aunt and something got something came up missing and they was like, "It's your Uncle Junebug." And I'm like, "What? <laughs> right. Uncle Junebug stole it." <laughs> I'm like, Uncle Junebug wasn't even here. Oh, no, uh-uh, Uncle Junebug came over Tuesday. I was like, but he came in and he left. Like, he wasn't even here that long. No, when we was kids, Uncle Junebug used to steal. You know, and so it's like, you obsessed with the obvious, you made this person a thief, when in actuality, what you didn't realize was your husband, you know, was trying to surprise you when he took it, you know, and got it clean, you know what I'm saying? And brought it back. You know, he was just trying to whatever. But you obsessed. It's like, you wouldn't think anything positive. Like, immediately you go to the negative. You, you obsessed with the obvious. It's gone. Somebody stole it. And I know who stole it. And I don't know if that's ever happened to y'all, but if it's ever happened to you, you know, like, 
when the person did that, it was in, they were embarrassed, like literally embarrassed when they found out it wasn't what they thought what they thought it was. You know what I'm saying? So I'm looking at Serena and I'm like, yo, her and your boy, like when they start the year off, they see themselves, you know, at the finish line. They see themselves, you know, being successful. They see it. And I think for a lot of people, they don't they don't see that. So uh, Mr. Williams saw it. You know, he told us it was going to happen. You know, I'm not sure what Tom Brady, but I do remember him saying he didn't want to be in, you know, work as an insurance agency and his parents had done so much for him and he wanted to honor his parents. So I think that's number one, see, and, and, and I'll stop after this one. But um, I think it was Chris Everett, I think is her name. She's also a, a U.S. tennis great. She said something that was deep. She said that she really feels like that that match the other day reveal the number one and the number two player in the world. She said, as, 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 you know, as an expert, she really feels like those are the two top tennis players in the country right now. She said, but the difference, I think, between the two is that Serena has two advantages. She's fierce and she has a phenomenal serve. And I was just like, yo, that's, cra like, that's crazy. But what she was saying was one, even when Serena's down, she never feels like she's lost. So if she's down a set, if she down, you know, five, two, five, three, and she got to win several to come. She was like, she's like, when you look at Serena, it seems like the more of a hole she's in, the harder she fights. And so many of us don't see us the opposite is that when, when we're faced with adversity, we automatically shut down. We lose it. It's like, uh, no, I quit. I, you ever been playing with the dude who just took the joystick and threw it, unplugged the video game? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? My man just like, nope, I'm unplugging that joker. You know, and so that in the serve, she was like, what Serena has is that when she gets her back is up against the wall, she has a X factor. You know, she has a superpower and that superpower is her serve. And I just sat there for a minute and asked myself while I was watching it and Serena was twirling around, waving at everybody. I said to myself, E, what do you have, bro? That's your superpower. You know, and C talks about it all the time. But I had to evaluate and say, when you're in a crunch, do you go to your superpower or do you shut down? You know what I'm saying? Are, are you fierce? And uh, <clears throat> so I'm asking everybody to ask themselves that question because at some point we will all be faced you know, with a challenge, but the question becomes, when that challenge comes, are you able to tap into the greatness that's in you and actually elevate and go to another level? Because again, no disrespect, so I don't know if Serena know, but everybody who know me know, much, I got much love for the two of them, but you can see her body and you can see that she's not 18 anymore. And you can see that she has a child. You know what I'm saying? Just by looking at her body. Still in great shape, way better shape than I'm in. Oddly probably... enough, you can also see that I've had a child. Right, right. <laughs> you know right. what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? I, I, so, and, yeah, and that I'm not 18, Carl. Right, you know and you're saying? not 18 no more. Yeah, Serena so, and I yeah. have more in common than I thought. Than you think. Right, than you and Serena, yeah. <laughs> we you, both, Serena. you can tell yeah. both of us are with and have had a child. Yeah, I'm still yeah. with child. 18. Yep, she, I think close to 38, so... Yeah, guys, so y'all, y'all, you know, I don't know what y'all saw, but for me, watching Serena and watching 
uh, your boy, I didn't even watch it. I went to sleep. I didn't even watch it. I'm like, they're going to the Super Bowl. I'll be at the Super Bowl. I'll see my man in the Super Bowl. You know what I'm saying? So it's not even that deep. I saw him when he beat Atlanta. I'm like, it's not even that deep. But yeah, man, it, it, they, they, they go into a, a reservoir. You know what I'm saying? They go deep. When um, you know, they just go deep, bro. When 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 it seems like you know, yep, it's funny. You wonder like if people who are like already like skilled, like you already that good. Like, does it come yeah. during yeah. the career, or is it like can, yeah. are you born with that? Like, because that's yeah. something you just probably you probably can't even teach that part, huh? No, I, hey, he, my, did, did he ever start for Michigan? Was he that sweet? And Serena oh, was always start, uh, under the shadow sweet, of her brother. Michigan, I mean, so her sister Venus. So. <laughs> Can't put it together. Them two words together. Yeah, no, he, no, he, but he definitely. I mean, he got drafted in the sixth round. What, what, what pick was yeah. it? One ninety nine. One ninety nine. One ninety nine. One ninety nine. Right. One ninety nine. Nine. Ironically, nine. Nine Super Bowls. You know what I'm saying? One ninety nine. Yeah. Nineteen seasons. Nine Super Bowls. One ninety nine. See. Wow. Yeah, that's crazy because even when you think about like Jordan and Tiger Woods and like, wow. okay, they say Jordan didn't make the high school team, but my man was like number two pick in the draft. You got Serena, like we all knew she was cold even from coming up. Like, I don't think anybody has been as slept on as mm-hmm. Brady to be mm. a six round pick to or be whatever. The goat. And then to, yeah, to be the uh, GOAT. And to be the GOAT from that. Yeah, to be the GOAT. Yeah. You mm. feel me? Like that takes a whole, so I watched the game the other day and it's funny, man, because I was watching Kansas City and they were hyped up because they scored and Mahomes was balling. And it was like a minute and some change left. And I said, do they not know who they're playing? I said, they better off just letting them score a touchdown right now and then trying to come back and score. Because I promise you, it is over. And my man straight, dink, 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 all the way up the field and scored a (laughs) touchdown. And I'm like, wow, nine now. You know, and it's crazy because I think Brady is one of those examples of using your secret superpower, right? Because you think about Brady, like, my man, got they got to time his uh, 40 time with a, a sundial. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> my man slow as all get out. He doesn't have, like, the strongest arm in the world, um, but his ability to, to read a defense, his ability to call the play from the line of scrimmage, you know, his ability to know what's about to happen is unparalleled, and so, like I said, there's many ways you can stay in the game. You know what I'm saying? There's many ways that you can win a game. And so that's what's so crazy about, you know, it, it for me is like you got a 23-year-old quarterback on the other side with, I'm talking about a cannon for an arm, can run. Ridiculous. I think my man got drafted by the MLB too. So this is like one of the top athletes in the world. And you got Tom Brady who can't outrun me you know, going to the ninth Super Bowl. And so I look mm. at it and I'm just like, wow, for, you know, for most people, you know, you could say like, oh, Serena, she got work ethic and all of that. But like, she also has some God-given gifts like that you can physically see, like she's stronger, whatever. I'm like, you can't point to one physical trait that Tom Brady has that's better than anybody else. And my man's 40 years, is he 40 now, 39, 40? My man, 40 years yeah, 40, old now, right? 40 and I'm talking easy. about just putting in yeah. work like none other. I am yeah. mad, though, because we got robbed the chance to see Drew Brees against Tom yes. Brady. You know, that would have been yes. legendary with two yes. people at, you know, the, the you know, kind of the, well, I ain't going to say Brady at the end. You know, maybe Brees either, but, um, you know, to, at the height of their career. Yeah, well, Brees 42, say. I think. Yeah, no, he is. Yep, he is. He's 40 as well. So uh, I think it would have been amazing, but I guess... Um, Besides that, though, is there anything else you can point to with these yeah, athletes yeah. 
that go yeah. to that next level that we can and make it tangible for regular humans like us. Yeah, yeah. I, I, you know what? And and I heard Keon uh, say this, and I was like, yo, that's deep. Uh, but uh, and uh, one of our guys on the prayer line, but it, he's coachable, you know. And one of the things that's that's odd is literally the there there is a and and I just believe it out my heart. There is a correlation between success and not wanting to be coached. It's like just being real. The, 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 the sweeter you are at something, the less you less likely you are to want to be coached, bro. You like, I got this. I, I don't need nobody telling me what to do. Like, I, I this is my lane. I've mastered my lane. I don't need no assistance. And when you look at Brady specifically, and even with Serena, because you gotta understand, bro, she's 20 years older than most of these girls that's playing. Like, these are kids, you know what I'm saying? Or at least um, 10 to 15 years older. And tennis is not necessarily a sport that, you know, that the older women are going to be dominant in because these young girls have learned Serena. They've learned, that they, they, they played with people, men, so that they can um, master her serve. They've watched, they got millions of millions of hours of film on Serena, you know, and, and these, these, these girls are not, you know, uh, they don't have, Serena don't have no film on them. They're, they're new. They just, they just came out. You know, they've never really, you, you know, uh, they haven't been playing that long. So for both of them, they are still very coachable. And I think that's something that is, is, is phenomenal that you get to that level and you're still seeking counsel. And the reason why I say Tom Brady is because Tom Brady get a new team, it looked like, you know, he, 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 every year he's got somebody new. He was working with one guy in the beginning of the year you know, learning his style. And then this guy decides to lead the NFL, you know, uh, Josh Gordon and go to rehab. And so now you've lost your number one option. And now you got to, the year before it was a dude that played lacrosse. You know what I'm saying? So it's like every single year, this dude has to, he, he has to pick up different people. And so he's, he's constantly reading, learning, watching films, studying new people, not really doing his preference, but learning their preference. And, and having to like say, well, I did this for four years. I can't do that no more. They run their routes like this. They're, they, like, they're new, so they're not on my level. I got to come to that. Bro, it's amazing just the fact that he's that coachable. And I look at people who will say, as they get sweet, I don't need no coach. You know what I'm saying? You got a lot of kids this day that are in basketball or play football. They're like, I don't need no coach. I'm just naturally gifted. And Practice. so I, I, I think the coachable thing to me is amazing. Hmm. And uh, yeah, no, I, I agree a thousand percent. And you just made me think of something because when you look, you know, at, at Tom Brady, as long as he's been in the league, you know, twenty years or whatever, imagine how much you're right. Imagine how much changes. Like the defenses don't even run like the same stuff they used to run. Like that, you know what I mean? Like it's a completely different style of NFL than it was 20 years ago, and they continue to adapt and make the changes. So you know, making yourself coachable is definitely. Um, you know, one of those things, and I think we've talked about it on the podcast before, like Denzel had an acting coach, you know what I mean? And like, yeah, who's going to teach the, the top dog how to act? And I think it, you, you do have to, I guess you probably have to have a certain level of humility to, uh, what do you bro, think that I'm is, that coachable yes. spirit? Yes, come on, you, you, you went to nine Super Bowls, of course. Who going to tell you? The dude that is telling you, uh, he ain't been to nine. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? The dude that's telling you, unless it's Coach Belichick, you know, but here's the other thing I realized too, see, like, bro, and, and I'm like, yo, we, I, I have to do a better job. 
What I've noticed is that, see, you got a level of Tom Brady excellence, the coach excellent, and then the, the owner excellent. Like you got three layers of excellence. You know, you got Venus, you got Serena, you got their dad. You know, you got, and so I'm, I'm, I'm realizing that excellence is not, this is why you have to be humble to get to that level. And the reason why I say you have to have some humility, see, is because 90% of the time, the person that's coaching you has not had the experience that you've had. So even, as, even if it's Bill Belichick, while he's been to the Super Bowl with you, he ain't been playing. Like, he ain't been out on the field. You know, if, if it's Denzel and he's got an acting coach, the, the person who's coaching Denzel has not been in the movies like Denzel, has not, you know, got in the Ray review like Denzel. You know, so you have to be humble, you know, but the reason why I realized that you become a GOAT is because there's no way to become a GOAT without a community of greatness, without a community of GOATs. So you got, yes, Belichick, yes, Kraft, to go along with your boy Brady. You've got Venus, who has been pushing her sister because she was great before her. You got Mr. Williams. Then you got Serena. So, so what I've realized going into 2019, even as a leader, is like, yo, you can't get to that level of success without some continuity. Like, it can't just be you. There has to be layers of, of success or a system of success, a dynasty of success. And then when you put yourself in that system, you become one of the benefactors of that. But by yourself, you can't get to that level, which is why you have to humble yourself. So a lot of these kids feel like, well, I'm a great football player. Yeah, you are. But without a coach, you'll never get to that level. You know what I'm saying? Well, I'm a great basketball player. I don't need to be coached. You know what I'm saying? I just got raw talent. Yeah, maybe you'll win a championship or two, but you will not be among the great. You won't be the GOAT, the greatest of all times without having other people, you know, to a, that are also great in their perspective field to be able to help you. But there's got to be some humility, see, because for real, you dominant. You the, you the man, you the woman. And, I'm, and, I, and I'll keep saying it. I just believe the higher you go in success, the lower... Uh, your preference for wanting to be told what to do or wanting to be instructed because you really feel like in your mind, yo, I already like I'm winning. I I know what to do. I'm look at what I'm producing. Look at look look at my results. So how are you gonna teach me? And so it is unique that they could go up in their skill set and in their abilities and also go up in terms of their humility and still being coachable. So do you think you have to? Oh, go for it, Carl. Sorry. No, no, I was just going to ask in terms of e blind spots, like just being real. Yeah. Okay, yeah. you got so, like, you know, you've been doing this so long, Brady, 20 years, whatever. You've been doing it that long, however long you've been doing it. Like, at some point, I'm saying, are there just that many blind spots that as humans we can never fill? You know what I'm saying? Do yeah, you ever no get question. to the point where, you, you get what I'm asking? You've been doing it yeah, that you, long. You, you should you should have seen every scenario. Pretty, well, I mean, not every one, but you've seen just about 90% no, you of everything see you every could scenario. See. You can't see every scenario because Serena's playing kids now. Serena's playing a bunch of girls that just got started. So the tennis that Serena knew when she was starting at uh, pros at 16, they're not playing that tennis no more. They're playing her tennis, Carl. They're playing her tennis now. You feel me? Like they're playing, they, they learn from her. They've watched her. They've studied her. So she can't study all those girls. You feel what I'm saying? Like it's not possible. They're young. Like I said before, they don't got no film on these young kids. 
So you do have blind spots. And I'd like to believe that the blind spots may be less in percentage. You might be 80, 20, like at 100%. You might be 90, 10. Like you might execute 90% of the time. And you are, you are a beast at what you do. But that other 10% blind spot, you can't still see that 10%. You can't still see that 15%. It's still a blind spot to you. And I don't care what kind of vehicle you have. The blind spot is what's going to get you into a car accident. So if Belichick can help you to see that other 10, 15%, if uh, Mr. Williams can help you see that other 10, 15%, that's what takes you from being great to legendary. So let's talk about those categories then and just how to evaluate them and let's evaluate them as much as we can for people on the line and how to know where you're at. So let's start with like, you know, from poor, you know what I mean? Like average, good, great, phenomenal goat. Like how would you, and I, and I do that because obviously this is the uh, Secret to Success podcast, but we could title it the Secret to Self-Assess podcast. Um, how do you know kind of where you fall and where you're at on your scale. Like, let's just say I got a job, I'm a dad, I got a wife, kid. Like, you know, I may not be in necessarily a field where you can Google, you know, who's the greatest accountant in the world or, you know what I mean? But just like, how do you know what spectrum you're on and how you how to know if you've reached certain, you know... Um, I don't I don't know that you know, see. I, that's why I think you need to I'm just coach. saying, let's start with average. Like, like, what are your milestones for average? Well, my milestones for average is what you just said. Like, it's normal. Like, you do stuff at a normal level. You know what I mean? You're not, it's not impressive. You know what I'm saying? Like, you 70-30. You know, you execute 70% of the time, 30% of the time you don't. You know what I'm saying? You're, you're, you're moderate at everything you do. You know what I'm saying? It's not... It's not you so you wake anything. up at the average time. You work yeah, out. absolutely. You probably got yeah. the same amount of body fat as the average yeah. person. Yeah. You got don't the average marriage. You don't have a crazy marriage. vision. Yeah, you don't have a, 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 a stupid vision for your life. You know, you're just going through the motions. Like, you are... You're existing, you know what I'm saying? It's just like you're not you're not doing bad. You you're doing okay, you know what I'm saying? You're average. Okay, yeah, look good. No, it's just I just want to help people self-identify yeah. where they at on this scale. Good is, yeah. and I and again, I'm just quantifying. You know, like we in school, 80, 80, you know, yeah, 80, yeah. 80, 100. Like you know, you 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 know, eighty percent of the time you execute. You know what I'm saying? So when you say you're gonna do something, 80% of the time, you know, you make it happen. You know, your 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 boss can count on you for the most part. You know what I'm saying? You come through, your wife, if she sends you to the store, you know, your husband, in terms of paying bills, you know, you getting it done. You know what I'm saying? Like whatever it is you do, you're pretty good. Like you're you're not at the bottom. You know what I'm saying? Like I can count on you. You know what I'm saying? 80% of the time, you're gonna come through and make it happen. You do have, you know, a little vision. See, y'all going on two or three vacations a year. You live in a decent neighborhood. Like, you don't live where you were born. You know what I'm saying? You don't, it's like, you didn't accept the life that was given to you. You kind of had a vision for your family. You know, uh, you, you might not be, you might be afraid to like jump out and, and, and live your life on your terms, you know, but the life that you made for you and your family, you want to play it safe. And you want to make sure that every month your bills are paid, you know, like that. You're watching a football game, you know, 4th of July, you're throwing a barbecue in the backyard. You're doing pretty good for yourself. All right. And where, where would you say, would you say most, I mean, obviously most people are average. Yeah, um, I say most people and are then, average. All right. So then let's, let's talk about great. What's that great, that, that 90? Yeah, great, bro. It's like you stand out. You know, whatever you do, when you put your hands to do something, the, the average person or 
you know, most humans in the world, aren't, they, they're, they're not doing it at the level you're doing it. You know what I'm saying? You are 90-10. You're the A student. You are stupid consistent. You know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, like, you, you are not living on nobody else's terms but your own. You know, the challenge might be you're on your own terms, but you still, you know, can't necessarily take off for two or three weeks. Like, if you leave, the, everything is going to crumble. You know what I'm saying? For the most part. But when you're doing what you're doing, you're electrifying. You know, you, 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 you know, you are electrifying, bro. You are great. You know, like I would look at it like a Westbrook. You know what I'm saying? You are, you know, like a Westbrook. You're doing it. You know what I'm saying? Like you, you're making it happen. You know, um, you know, again, your wife is stupid, happy, your kids, you know, they happy, your boss or the people that work with you or for you, they look at you like, yo, you got it, bro. You killing the game. Sis, you mm -hmm. killing the game. You know yep. what I'm saying? So to me, that's probably like, yep, that that great. Yep. And then you just you just talked about, obviously, we kind of just gave some some goat characteristics. Which level do you think is the hardest to jump, or do you think all of them are equally as hard to jump from average? No, I think to good to great, great is the hardest. If you ask, if, yeah, yeah, yeah. If, if you ask me, see, I'd say I'd say good to great is the hardest jump because it requires way more risk. You know what I'm saying? Like. It requires a lot more independence. It requires you to be a little bit more rebellious. You know what I'm saying? It requires you to be a little bit, you know, what people around you might say careless. You know what I'm saying? You're careless. You quit your job. You gave up a 401k, you know what I'm saying? Benefits. You're careless. Like, you're at a point now where it's like, I eat, sleep, this thing. I can't, I got to, like, I'm narrow focus. I got to give up everything to make this thing happen. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, you, 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 you go kamikaze. And you like, yo, I'm creating my own life on my own terms with my own everything. You don't have no fears. Hmm. And no, I, I agree with that. And, you know, we probably got to do a whole podcast. Remember, you yeah, that's actually good. Yeah. made us read that good to great before. And that jump, I think for me in my life has probably been the biggest one. It's funny you say that. And I was thinking the same thing just because for real, man, when you compare yourself to people around you, and obviously most people are on average and you're doing good, it can be hard to recognize the need to go that's to a good, great. That's a good quantifier right there, see? Looking at others, that's good. Yeah. When you're good, yeah. you look at others. That's good, see? Yeah. You're, you're yeah, comparing no, yourself I mean, it, to it's others. It's hard, man. It's hard. And yeah. I think most people probably listening to this podcast are at that level because I yeah, think, you know, obviously because of the type of podcast this is and the type of people who follow you, most people have already strived to be better. I, I'm just, you know, I could be wrong. But most people who watch an E on a rig, you know, are probably above average, right? Because you, you're, you're obviously looking. I mean, just the fact that you're looking to get something more out of life puts you in a better category than most people because most people are just trying to exist. And so I think for me, that good to great was always tough. And that book by Jim Collins, if you haven't read it, is a, a, a great read and, you know, a read that we definitely used along with Outliers and some other ones, um, you know, back in the day, back when we used to just get it out the mud at the office together. But we read that good to great and, and you know, obviously E always you say good is the enemy to great. And I always thought like, yo, that's crazy because, you know, you can get caught up looking at people around you. Let's say everybody around you's got a certain dollar amount that they're making. You're making 10, 20,000 more than them. Everybody's got a certain car that they drive and your car is a little nicer. Everybody's got a certain house that they live in, and your house is a little nicer. It can be easy to look and go, oh, okay, cool. Like that, you know what I'm saying? Like I'm I'm here. Like, what's the problem? Um, but then of course, you know, there's another level and there's another, 
um, you know, motivator inside of you. And I got to think one more characteristic of the GOAT e is, you know, you, you can't even play your competition anymore. Like you, like, and I mean this in all sincerity, like Brady, you got nine. Like you're not even playing Patrick Mahomes. Serena, you wasn't playing that girl the other day. Like she's number one now. You've been number one for 20 years. Like you're like, you're playing against yourself for real, for real. And I think the the last step, you know, as you go from good to great, great to phenomenal is you don't even see the competition anymore. Like, I don't think Mike saw the Utah Jazz or anything. I think he, like, really compared against the best version of himself. And I think that's the scariest part is when you look at yourself and you go, okay, can I beat myself? And I think, E, I know you always try to, I, I know for a fact, E strives to make sure, like, okay, this 2019, let me make sure the messages don't fall off at all. So can you, real quick, because I know we got to go, we got to cut a little early today. Um, but can you talk about that last step of like looking at yourself and trying to best your best self every day? Yeah, and I, I, that, that's it. I would add though to, um, like you said, as we wrap up, I would add though, see, that I also believe you get to that tunnel vision because now you're not focusing on you at all, but you are focusing on something that's bigger than you. So if, if, y'all, if y'all pay attention, Kraft said it himself, that Tom Brady came to him and told him, you will be, you, I, you will be grateful that you, decision that you, that this franchise has ever made, you. Mm. So I'm going to prove to you by winning all these championships that this is the best decision that you ever made. When you hear Serena talk, you will hear Serena talk about her struggle in tennis as being an African-American woman. You'll hear her talk about that. And you'll hear her talk about she's doing this for um, girls of color and girls who feel marginalized. You feel me? And so they've made that to me in their particular sport, just what Martin Luther King did yesterday when we celebrated that it wasn't, you know, it wasn't about him no more. His whole life was focused on Mother Teresa. The whole life was focused on leaving a legacy for others. And I think that's when you get to that level where it's like, yo, it's not about me anymore. I'm eating. My family is taken care of. We got everything we could desire. Now I need to make sure that I take care of as many people as I can, whatever that means to Serena, you know. And when she gets this 24, it will be like not only will America, because the title is not held by an American right now. So it will be it will be America great. And then it will also be um, it would be America great but also for women of color. And look how many girls, Carl, are playing tennis because of Serena and Venus and looking just like them and playing just like them and looking like them. It's way more um, um, Hmm. minority women playing tennis than it was. I saw a sister out there the other day. I thought it was Serena. Yep, Salone. I don't know if you see her. She a little thicker than Serena. Yep, Salone looked just like Serena. Salone looked just like her. No, not Salone. Not Salone. Who's the other one? Bruh, I don't, I'm going to find her name, but she, I'm talking about, she was thicker than Serena. You got to be wow. joking. It wasn't slow. I'm not playing. I'm going to send you the picture. I, I looked her up because I was like, man, I thought it was Serena. I'm like, no, nah, she she was thicker than, like, uh, you know, uh, had more size than Serena. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, I'll send you the pic. Hey. Yeah, I'll hey, find e- her. Hey, you're in my, I came across this. I was reading something last week and I don't remember that it was this context. But I wrote down, like, kind of like, yo, here's, like, what are you getting out of this, Carl? And what I wrote was, 
the goal, the, the vision that you have for the game, like the goal that you have determines how you play the game. And let me explain that. Like if the, if the goal of Monopoly was to own all the properties, you would play the game different. You see what I'm saying? If the game of football was to just get the most yards, you would play the game different. So like if you understand like what you're saying, if the goal is that so much bigger, your vision of this, you know, and we we're calling it a game as an analogy, but if your vision of the game is impact to change the world, you know, Brady to change the franchise, Serena to change, you know, this thing for the future of, you know, minority athletes, like it, it, the, the vision goes along with it, if you get what I'm saying, like their vision is so much bigger than at this point, at least their vision is so much greater than just going in here and winning a game. You see what I'm saying? Like Mahomes probably just trying to get to the Super Bowl, like just being real, like this is first go around. But you get to the, uh, a Brady that's coming in saying like, I'm going to change this whole franchise. Like it speaks to, and what's tripping me out, y'all, and help me with this, I know we gotta go. But what's tripping me out is, it seems like the great said even before it even come into existence. Yeah. Mm. You get where I'm going? Yeah. Like, it seemed, mm -hmm. like Brady said that when? Brady said that years ago. He hadn't won a doggone thing yet. That Negro didn't start. Like, he was just about to start. You know what I'm saying? Like, get his first starting gig. And he like, Yo, I'm the best decision y'all ever made. Like, how do you know that then? That's the part that's tripping me out. Yep. No question. Look at your phones real quick. Her name oh, Taylor wow. Townsend. Oh, wow. I'm watching, and she's still in the joint, eh? Yeah, I see her. Yep. She's yeah. still in the joint. I'm oh, sorry, yeah, I'm saying, no, she's to, to y'all points, look at, look at the impact. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. Like, look at the impact of what, yeah. you know, that, that goat behavior, you know, gets you. So, nah, it's, it's incredible. Um, e, uh, I know we got, we got how, long, how long we got? Ask D. Uh, two minutes. I got two minutes. You about to get me in trouble. All right. So, I'm going to push. Two minutes. Go push, for it. Uh, I'm gonna push Ask ET, but I do wanna ask you a final question, but I'm gonna push, push yeah. Ask yeah. ET to next week. We apologize, y'all. We uh short week here and he got he's busier than ever. Uh, before yeah. you know Carl and I will be solo on this podcast. So <laughs> we're just enjoying while we can. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? Enjoy what we can. Um, it's still an hour and ten minutes, uh, see? Enjoy but, it. Hey, I, I don't care if it's an hour and ten minutes or ten minutes, we will not forget to shout out Organify. Okay, uh, you know sponsor it. of this podcast. Uh, man, Organifi, the superfood green juice powder. Listen, man, get your life right. It's 2019. Stop playing. Get your Jamaica body right and hit that Organifi, man. Get some more energy in you. Um, get that those vegetables in you, man. You know you don't eat vegetables like you should, so do the cheat code. and You know you still eat your vegetables, but uh, this is a cheat code for you, man. You can get a lot of healthy nu nutrients um, in just, what, five seconds, Carl? Pour it right in there, shake it and go. Yeah. Um, so shout out to Organifi. Go to Organifi.com, O-R-G-A-N-I-F-I.com, promo code SUCCESS. All right, you can get a, a discount on us, man. 20% off for just trying. That's right, 20% off. Here. And um, yeah, no, it's uh, it, it is a staple in the Quinney household, the Phillips household, the Thomas household. Hey, nah, it's Again. a cocktail in the in the Thomas household. It's a cocktail. Oh, uh, no doubt, no doubt. D, if D on it, that's how you yeah, know it's, it's fire. It's real. Because D, yeah. D, D will will definitely uh, let you know if something's trash. So well, yeah, um, yeah, shout out to Organifi man for it, being yeah. a sponsor of this podcast. And listen, man, we only try to bring you guys stuff that we actually fool with and rock with. If you go in all of our pantries. Right now, you go find Organifi. So shout out to them yes, for being sir. a great sponsor. All right, before you do that, let me just get our sponsor in really quick. HelloFresh makes conquering the kitchen in 2019 a reality with deliciously simple recipes. Get seasonal, simple recipes and pre-measured ingredients delivered right to your door every week. 
so you can enjoy cooking and sticking to your goals. That's right. No more grocery shopping. No more figuring out how much is too much salt. Just follow the guided steps and enjoy the experience with your loved ones. Each recipe comes with an easy-to-follow, six-step pictured recipe card. Yep, you heard me right, with pictures. It's like cooking for dummies like me. So you guys can follow the pictures and just not have to worry about anything. Step-by-step is laid out for you to get the perfect meal. All meals come together in 30 minutes max. And they call for two pots, maybe two pans, or even less than that, and require minimal cleanup. Get out of that recipe rut and start cooking outside of your comfort zone by discovering new delicious recipes. Uh, this week, my family did, well, the black bean chili is one that we did a couple weeks ago, and that's, that's like a staple in the house. Like, I do that like every Friday now, just the black bean chili. And yesterday, we tried, um, it was called Lauren... Lauren Conrad's Chicken Tacos. Now, I don't know who Lauren Lauren Conrad is, but I'll be real with y'all. I don't know when the last time you cooked radishes and something, but we're talking about avocados, radishes, these flour, flour tortillas, Roma tomatoes, scallions, and just a tinch, just a little tinch of lime, man. These um, I'll, I'll, I'll post a pic on our podcast for you guys to see it, but these things were delicious, absolutely delicious. So y'all, y'all stop playing. Get with HelloFresh. Take advantage of this offer for 2019. You get $80 off your first month by going to HelloFresh.com forward slash success80 and use the the promo code, sorry, success80. That's success and the number 80. So once again, get $80 off your first month by going to HelloFresh.com forward slash success80 and enter the promo code success80. E, I'll let you go here. Um, but I do want to ask you in terms of, obviously, you know, you're, 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 if not the GOAT, you're on your way to being the GOAT. Do you, where do you, do you feel like, okay, so Brady, Serena, do you feel like you're, you are in your prime, top of your prime, on the way to your prime, on the way down from your prime? Like, where do you, or, or, man, I feel like I'm in my prime, man. I feel like I'm in my prime. I feel like, I feel like, you know, you go through a phase where, you, you, you know, you're, you're, it's about you. And then it's about, you know, the, the people. And I feel like, yo, I know what I, like, I, I know my, I know my tool now. See, like, I'm not trying to figure it out no more. I know what my gift is. I know what my strength is. Like, I kind of knew what my superpower was, but now I know, no, no. And again, I'm just being real, y'all. I'm not trying to pub nothing up. But for me, because of the assessment, you know, the personality assessment, like, I'm seeing things about myself. Like, I always knew my strengths, but I didn't know my blind spots, Carl. You feel me? Mm. Like, I think that's what the challenge was. Like, and although C might say some stuff, you might say some stuff. When you see your blind spot for yourself and then somebody say something to you, it's a lot easier to acknowledge it. So I think, see, that's why I think I'm in my prime because, like, I know my blind spots like I never knew them before. And and let me say this. I know why. Because C could be like, yo, E, when it comes to recruitment, you're not necessarily... You know what I'm saying? And I'm like, oh, okay, cool, but I don't know why. Now I know why. I know <laughs> why average, now. Like, I get Below it. Below average yep. recruitment. Yep. I get it. I'm like, yep, I get it. And Carl Wife said something that was deep. You know, she said, your assessment is not like mm. stone. It doesn't mean yep. that that's who you got to be for the rest of your life. Like, forget this French, because some of y'all may take this the wrong way, because you ain't used to me talking like this. But she like, you're not damned to that test. Like that's uh-huh. not, it's not, it's not over. And so now I can look at it and go, oh, I get it. This is who I am naturally. This is who I prefer to be, but this ain't who I gotta be. And so when I go over here and it's time for recruitment now, like don't make a decision based on relationship. 
Now, if you're going to make a decision over here, here are the things that, here's why you would make a decision. So I was making all my decisions off of relationships. And it's like, yo, when you're doing business, bro, this ain't no relationship. It's, 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 it's dollars and cents. It's percentages. It's can you do this or not? You're dealing with being structural. Structure ain't got to do with feelings. It's are they systematic? Are they perfectionists? It is what it is. And so this assessment, bro, like I said, Chris was helping me. He was my coach. But when he passed and I went and got certified myself, I'm like, oh, yeah, I, I see it. Your preference don't have to be like your life. Just because that's your preference, that don't mean that got to be your life. And what I'm doing with it, Carl, I told my family, like, yo, we don't have no preference no more individually. We got a family preference now. Mm. So let's sit down as a family and what's our mm. preference as a family? Ain't going to be no, Didi got a preference, Jalen got one, Jada got one, I got uh. one. I'm not going to have a preference for you because that's how I'm getting in trouble too. Oh, Jalen, this is what I think you should do. This is what I want. No, 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 no. You can't have a preference for another human. That's their life. They got their own preference. But we can come together and say, yo, how does our preferences work? Like, how do we blend our preferences together? How do we take our gifts as a family and merge our gifts to, as a family so that we can build something as a family. And that's what I heard Jamal say. I didn't necessarily hear Jamal say build a house. I heard Jamal say, what is the Thomas family going to build? What mm. are we going to build for this world? What are we gonna leave behind for this country? What are we gonna leave behind for our people? So bro, I'm telling you, I'm certified now, bro. And like I told somebody, I ain't get certified so I can uh, tell you about yourself. I got certified so that I can see and accept my blind spots and do something about my blind spots. You know what I'm saying? I, real quick, y'all, for those of you who are listening, he talked about before how he was like, you know, um, you know, like me and E would have a conflict or whatever, and like E would trip, and I tell E, E, conflict ain't whatever. When you look at my profile, I might have a high relational, but then it'll go down. And when it goes down, it means something's going on. You, you're like, you're not yourself. What's happening? And I looked at it, it was like, yo, see, been telling me, but I never got it. And what happens is, yo, flat out, because of what I went through with my mom, I left home early. Like, yo, ma, I ain't mad at you. You do you. You do your husband. Like, y'all do your life. But I'm about to go do me because I need to take care of me. So when I looked at the assessment, it was kind of like, yo, if I feel like in any way I'm being threatened, I looked at it like, yep, anytime you feel like you threatened, anytime you feel like somebody ain't got your best interest in heart, then that's when you back up. And so now that I'm looking at it, I, it don't have to be like that no more, Carl. I see it mm. now. Like C had told me before, but I didn't know why I was doing it. Now I know why I was doing it. Because I didn't, and no disrespect to my mom, I was young. I was only 16, but I didn't feel like my mom had my best interest in heart. So I started a pattern at 16 saying, yo, I'm going to be mad cool with you. I start off, you get, bruh, you get $300 at go. But at one, at any moment, I feel like I can't trust you. It's a wrap, bro. I'm like, all right, let's let's back off the relationship. You feel me? And so I'm able to see that now, and because I can see it now, I've noticed in the past, like in the in the recent past, I might have been uncomfortable with something, but I didn't back off. You know what I'm saying? I actually went forward and was like, yo, I'm not about to change. I'm not about to be different. We can deal with this conflict without me have to, having to withdraw from you. Now, if I find out it's what I think it is, then yes, and you're not, and you don't have my best interest in heart, then I am gonna have to back off. But I don't have to back off, Carl. I don't have to back off C now without the right information. You feel what I'm saying? But that's a trigger. And so now that I know it's a trigger, I ain't gotta lie and act like, oh, I don't have that trigger. That's my trigger. I can't help what happened to me when I was a kid, that my biological father wasn't in my life, that my mom didn't marry my biological father. Like, I can't help that. 
And there's some things that happen as a result of me not being raised by both of my parents. There's some things that just, that happen. But what I can do, uh, see, is I don't have to let that control me no more. You know what I'm saying? But how can you, how can you fix something when you don't know it's wrong? And I think that's what we talk about when we talk about blind spots. For a lot of, and, and, a, and a blind spot is just that. You don't even, you don't even see it. People around you can see it, but you don't even notice it. You feel me? You don't notice it. But with this test, I'm like, yup, I got it. I got it. And then me and Didi would beef. Why? Because Didi is 99-99 controller. So now I'm like, oh, so you trying to control me too? You trying to be my mom? And it's like, boop, that trigger. And I go into the whatever mode, like, uh-uh. Like, now I might not necessarily talk to D because, you know what I'm saying, I love D. I, I've been with her since I was 16. So I trust her to the utmost. But I might, I, I might have a little argument with her because I'm feeling like you're trying to control me. And now with the hookup, I'm like, yo, E, don't go there, bro. Like, that trigger, you don't have to let that c- trigger control you no more. Now that you know it exists, you can control that trigger. And it's just a good feeling, bro. Uh, of of when you've been through the hell I've been through, you slept in a bit abandoned building. Like people are here abandoned buildings, but you don't know how. Like when you are you alone, bro. You lonely. You scared. You think somebody about to kick in the door. I've had instances where you know people have tried to harm me when I was 16, 17, out there on the streets. Like it wasn't just like if you're going into a house every day and you protected. There were things that were said to me. You know, people pulled guns out on me. I had to run. You know, so so you go through all this trauma and you try to grow up as a man and think, oh man, I'm good. I don't got no trauma. Like I'm making good money. I'm married. I got a family. I got a job. I'm surrounded by C. Carl. No, I still had some trauma, bro, from that. There's some trauma that took place from not being with your mom and your dad away from your sisters and you sleeping in abandoned buildings. Like that's not healthy for a 17 year old or 18 year old. And so there were some things that, like I said, that took place that I didn't recognize. But with this test, I'm like, oh, I see it. Down, blue, 53. Oh, no, over there. No, my man. Yep, the cornerback coming in. Let's switch the play up. Omaha, 32. And now I can, like, make adjustments. And, when, and, and, and again, here's the cool thing. Like, it don't happen every day, all day. But two or three times in the year when it does happen and the blitz is coming on E.T., I don't have to be subjected to the blitz no more and just get blitz. I can do a counter. I can counterattack the attack now and, you know, and move forward. So I know that's a long way to answer it, see, but them blind spots, bro. Whoo, them blind spots ain't nothing. Uh, oh, they, yeah, they ain't no, nothing nice, podcast but if you can that. deal with them, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we could do a whole podcast on that. All right, well, we'll use that as the nugget of the day as well because you okay. went long. Okay, all right, all right. Your, your all wife right, texted right. me. All you know what right, I'm saying? All right, so, all, right, um, all right, all right. That's the nugget for the day. Yeah, you're right, you're right. Carl, hey, Carl text D on the group text and said, just for the record, we've been done. You know About five, saying? ten minutes ago, he was done. You feel me? grab your husband. You feel me? Uh, <laughs> At any yeah. point. Uh, all right, E, we'll, we'll see you. Um, Carl, any any announcements or housekeeping notes we need to? Uh, just Jamaica, and y'all hurry up and sign up for BU. That's it. I'm going to keep it yeah. simple. Jamaica is like, what? We're talking about a two. Uh, you can, I, don't think, can, I don't even know if they can still join now. Y'all might have missed out on this. So oh, yeah, no. Nah, Jamaica, just, just, yeah, you just got to watch the movie now. Yeah. Um, oh. Yeah, no, nah, man, but BU for sure. Oh, uh, man, our call on Thursday was... Fire. Oh, y'all man, missing out. If, if you're not on these calls on Thursdays, on Sundays... Um, you are really, really, really missing out, man. Um, Carl, we need to do something, man. Now, he ain't on the line. We need to do a promo <laughs> code or something, man, and get some people into BU. Um, just rocking with the movement, man. Shout out to everybody in BU. I can't even tell y'all, like, 
the community that we got, man, it is, um, uh, like I said, one of the funnest things that we have. Shout out to everybody in BU who's already currently in BU, and shout out to everybody who's gonna join. Um, talked to a young lady last hey, night. Hey, give me, give me the promo code now live, and I'll create it. You just tell me what percentage you want them to have, and it's done. Okay, um, can we do? Is fifty too much for the? Can hey, I do, whatever you say, I give you the full okay. leverage. Whatever you say right now is done. Give me, give me the, the promo can, can code. I, can I make up my own pro, promo code? Absolutely. Okay, so the promo code is don't tell et. Got All it. Right. <laughs> and we'll do. So the promo code is done because he's off. So me and Carl, you know, when 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 the uh, cat is away, <laughs> the mice will play. Um, so d- promo code don't tell et just for this week on Carl. Just make it live from like Thursday to Thursday, maybe. Um, Got it. For from one podcast to the next, but seriously, man, we want to continue to build this community and build amazing people. And this is our initial way of offering you a chance to come in again. Uh-huh. No, listen. What other program you know that does no month to month contracts? Right, you don't have to pay month or no no uh, long contracts. It's month to month. If you don't like it, you don't pay the next month. That's it. It's over. Nobody's it. coming for you. We're not still charging your card. Come in. That's how much we believe in the program. And that's how much we only want people who want to be there. Like we don't yeah. have you, oh, if you sign up, it's two, it's a two-year sign up. No. If you sign up and you don't like it, you're done. All right. But we oh. but we have a high retention rate because when people sign up, they realize how valuable it is. So uh breatheuniversity.com promo code don't tell ET. Get 50% off uh your first month membership. And, um, man, we look forward to seeing you on the calls with us, chopping it up with us, asking us questions, whatever. Um, yeah, that's it for me, Carl. You got anything else? Hey, yeah, sorry. Before I forget, yeah, he has, um, E, has, E, I don't know if you want to talk about it, but we have a marriage. We're, we're, doing, we're doing a promotion for the month of February for, we're looking at relationships, guys. And, you know, we talk about it, but you're only as good as your surrounding cast. So we're looking at, you know, couples specifically, and we have an assessment. We've been talking about the passport personality assessment. We have an offer that we're doing for couples now. Check out this ad from our boy, Willie Moe Jr. Hey, what's going on, family? It's your nephew, Willie Moe Jr. Man, I got to keep it 100 with you. Sometimes being married is tough, and I know you don't always enjoy it, but guess what? I think I got a solution. My brother, Eric Thomas, and his amazing wife, Dee Dee, are going to coach you to the most phenomenal relationship ever. Now they've been married since Jesus was born. And I feel like it's two ways to learn information, mentors or mistakes. And the cool part about this mentoring session is that boo is cheaper than a coach purse, flat out. But the benefits can be life changing. For less than $200, you have the opportunity to work with Eric Thomas and his wife Dee Dee. If you say Willie Mo Jr., we've been going through so much in our relationship, but I'm willing to give it one more shot. This is the opportunity for you. Make sure you log on to ET inspires.com for more information listen marriage is tough but you're tougher make sure you sign up today flat out that's it for me carl you got anything else oh we good sir that's it man i right, hey, love y'all just, man i'll oh, go for it carl. yeah I, no no i was just gonna say that's it no just make sure y'all man stay in touch man we love y'all like for real we are doing this for you like don't don't think that we out here trying to do like we <laughs> like he always said with dr king like dr king left what he did and came back to help, like for real, like not not no disrespect to E, but E's pretty much good now if he wanted to ride off into the sunset. And he's still However, putting videos Carl out. And I could use you. Yeah, to right, we still you. need the help. <laughs> yeah, we still need the help. Yeah, but yeah, no out, man, man we're doing so. this for you guys, man. So appreciate y'all, love y'all, man, and we'll talk to y'all next week. See you next week.
I want you to focus on here right now. Don't you worry about when you get home. You make this, you concentrate on this opportunity. You don't worry about tomorrow. You concentrate on this opportunity with all your might, with all your soul.